Richard Arnold is with us from the United States. And crikey, it really is chaos, isn't it? The Kevin McCarthy speaker vote seven times, six, seven times now? We're into the seventh debate today. So uh, who knows? You know, the last time we spoke of this, Tim, the uh, man who wants to lead the Republicans in the US Congress as House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was uh, uh, struggling to get the uh, the numbers and the vote to uh, lead his own party colleagues. Now, it is even worse. We've seen open warfare between the Republicans. McCarthy uh, losing six votes to uh, this point. Now they're working on the seventh round uh, with the situation still uncertain for McCarthy, who lost the last vote by 21 uh, members, even the intervention by ex-President Trump did nothing to sway the MAGA Congress members, who uh, the Make America Great crowd, who uh, Trump got into office. Uh, they're now, well, they're going beyond Trump. Vote for Kevin. Claim the victory, said Trump in a tweet. No way, said uh, Republican Lauren Boebert of uh, Trump's call. The president needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes and it's time to withdraw. So, no way, says Bobert to Trump. While another Republican, Matt Gates, who was the subject of a sex trafficking investigation, says he will never vote for Kevin McCarthy. I'm ready to vote all night, all week, all month, and never for that person. Not for that person. Behind the scenes, that's <laughs> even more heated. Republican Dan Crenshaw has offered this view of his, well, not so esteemed colleagues. I love bringing up the uh, example of Bob Good because I think he's one of the worst members of our caucus. This is an absolute dud. But he literally got up and he was mad at McCarthy because McCarthy took three weeks to call him after his election. Can you believe that? McCarthy, by the way, spent about $2 million to get that loser elected because he couldn't get it elected on his own. You know, Lauren Boebert, who just insulted Donald Trump just because Trump's supporting McCarthy, I mean, she barely won her election. McCarthy spent a bunch of money on her because she's not good enough to win in an R plus six or seven or whatever that is. You know, these members contribute nothing. So, what does he call them? Absolute duds, losers, do-nothings? Uh, that was a radio interview. Away from the mics, there is uh, <laughs> complete chaos. There is shouting and swearing, we hear. Uh, until they have a, a speaker, they cannot do anything. They can't swear in the Congress members who won't get paid, can't set up committees, cannot start work. Government uh, <laughs> has come to a stop. Zip. Meantime, President Biden, sitting on the sidelines, says, well, it's all humiliating, folks, isn't it? While McCarthy has offered some new concessions today, uh, midnight concessions to try to win the 218 needed votes, those concessions would allow any one member to challenge the Speaker at any time and to call for a new vote on the Speakership. It used to be in the uh, Pelosi regime that they would need at least half the members of the party, so 100-plus people to do that. So uh, they're giving the MAGA faction the uh, enhanced rights, including the right to control what legislation uh, makes it to the House floor. So even if McCarthy gets in, he would be one of the weakest speakers in US political history. Speaking of history, we haven't seen multiple votes like this in 100 years. Uh, it was back in 1923, the last uh, <laughs> event like this, when uh, there were nine votes before they chose the speaker. Uh, but back in 1855, according to the record books, 1855, it took 133 votes and two months to elect a speaker. Unreal. Well, there's democracy for you, and at its very finest, of course, in the United States. Harry's been talking to Good Morning America. 
Uh, yeah, uh, they've been teasing this interview, which um, is due out next week when the book is published. And so uh, Prince Harry's done a number of these uh, these things in tandem with the book, claiming that, uh, as you've been hearing, the future king, his brother William, physically attacked him during a heated debate over Harry's wife, Meghan. Harry claiming that in 2019, Prince William called Meghan difficult and abrasive. He says William then grabbed him uh, forcibly by the collar and knocked him down to the ground where he um, wound up on top of a dog's bowl. Uh, which he says cracked under his back with the pieces uh, cutting into him. He says uh, of uh, this <laughs> situation. There has always been this competition between us, weirdly. I think it really plays into or is played by the air spare. Mm. He now calls Prince William his arch nemesis. And while he uh, is hinting at not attending the coronation of his father, King Charles, he says he is still a supporter of the monarchy in theory, but says when it comes to future connections with his own family, quote, ball is in their court. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.